Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode. Another questions and answers, a Q&A here with me, all about your retirement, your benefits, and how you can maximize these things and live the life now during your career and in retirement that you, that you want so that you have the answers that you need to be successful. If you have any questions, then feel free to submit them in that link below in the description and I will potentially feature them on the next episode of Questions and Answered. So we got three questions today and they're phenomenal. So we're gonna dig right in and uh, get you some answers. First question, question number one. They said, hey, I found your podcast and I've been listening to it every day on my mail route. That's awesome. You have answered so many questions, so thank you. You're very welcome. I will be 56 and have 30 years with the post office in 2023. Almost there, just a couple years. If I start hitting my TSP at that time, will I still have to pay the 20% hit that you talked about on your previous podcast? Even with 30 years in? Thank you. Okay, so this is a great question. This gentleman who works for the post office is saying, hey, I'm gonna retire with a full retirement. I'm gonna hit my minimum retirement age in 2023. I'm gonna have 30 years, so I'm gonna have all the benefits of retiring. Will I still have what I call the 20% hit or 20% withholding on your TSB withdrawal? So this is a great question. So actually, your TSP withholdings and withdrawals has nothing to do with the type of retirement that you retire with. Even if you have a deferred retirement, postponed retirement, uh, early retirement, it really doesn't matter when it comes to the TSP. The TSP is almost like a separate entity and benefit where its own rules apply. And when I'm talking about the 20% withholding that comes when taking money out of the TSP, that is a little more simplistic than I'd like. There's actually a ton of rules on how much withholding they are required to take when you take money out of the TSP. But the vast majority of the times of uses that you, as my listeners, are going to be using, it's gonna be 20%, okay? Now, you can always increase how much they withhold from your TSP withdrawals, but you can't decrease. So let's, let's give a little background here. You put money in a traditional TSP, meaning you get a tax deduction when you put money into the TSP, and then later when you take money out, you have to pay taxes. That is when you pay taxes, unless you use the Roth TSP. If you have any questions on the traditional versus Roth TSP, I have tons of other episodes on that, so check that out. So basically, when you take money out of the traditional TSP, the TSP says, hey, we're gonna actually take 20% of this and send it directly to the IRS for your taxes. They are not saying that you're gonna owe 20% in taxes. They're saying, hey, this is just our automatic withdraw withholding, right? Now, you may actually owe more than 20% between state taxes and federal taxes, but you actually might owe less as well. The 20% is only what they are required to do. It has nothing to do with how much taxes you're actually going to owe. So I'm actually gonna do a whole episode on this topic about what's withheld and all these things when it comes to taking money out of your TSP. There's lots of things to know. So that's coming your way, but I just wanted to kind of answer this question of, hey, doesn't matter what retirement plan you have, the TSP is kind of its own thing and you have to follow the rules to make sure first, you don't have an early withdrawal penalty, right? And second, that you understand the tax consequences of taking money out of the TSP. Okay, question number two. They said, hey, can you explain the process of transferring an IRA into the TSP when I retire? 
Thank you. Okay, great question. And to give people some background again, um, they are basically asking, hey, I have an IRA. I'd like to move that into the TSP when I retire. How do I do that, right? It's a great question. So again, some background. You can move traditional IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, other employer-sponsored plans. You can actually move those into the TSP if you'd like. It's not required, but you certainly can, okay? Now, why would someone want to do this? Well, if you want to consolidate your accounts, maybe simplify your life, put all your investments in one bucket so you only have one thing to manage in retirement. That can be a great reason. Now, you can actually roll these things into the TSP before you retire as well. It's pretty much the same process, so just keep that in mind. Now, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot roll a Roth IRA into the TSP. You can't do that, okay? If there's Roth money in a 401k or 403b, then you actually can move that money over to the Roth TSP, but a Roth IRA cannot be moved into the Roth TSP. That's just the rule of how it's set up right now. So keep that in mind. Now, when it comes to the actual process of doing this, basically there's a form that's called the TSP 6060. Um, and that form is the form that you use to make this transfer. And often you work with whatever institution your money is at right now, and you have them submit the money and all, any paperwork they have, plus the TSP 60 to the TSP, and that's normally how it works, but again, it depends on which institution your money's sitting at. So call them up, ask them what the process would be if you moved your money over to the TSP. Also call the TSP, see what documents they need. It can get a little hairy, but it can be really, really nice to have everything in one bucket. So something to keep in mind. Okay, but again, when it comes to where your money should be, a, a, the TSP or an IRA in retirement, that is, again, another long conversation, which I have done number of videos and podcasts on, so definitely Google those and you'll find them. Okay, last question here, and this is a long one. It says, hey, great info that you provide. I'm learning a lot, thank you. I'll be retiring January 2027, almost there, just five or six years. I have a military pension, my Social Security benefits, my wife's Social Security benefits, my federal pension, and with just all that, I believe me and my Commander-in-Chief, aka my wife, will be okay in sustaining our lifestyle, even compensating for 20% in taxes. Okay, right now I have all my money in the S fund. I'm aggressive and I think it's nicely growing. Thinking that I might not withdraw from it yet in 2027 or even 2028 and monitor our expenses and income year after year to see if I need to make adjustments. My question is, however, should I keep my TSP aggressive and let it grow aggressively in the, in the S fund or should I move it to something safe like the G fund or the F fund where it would grow as slow as a mustard seed? Or can I tell the TSP and not draw from it the first couple years in retirement. Okay, that was a long question, and let me break this down for you, okay? So basically, he's got lots of fixed income. He's got his military pension, he's got his own social security benefits, his wife has social security benefits, and he has his federal pension. So he's got four paychecks every month that's gonna come in, and he's saying, hey, I think that's gonna cover basically our lifestyle, even with a, you know, a healthy chunk to taxes. I'm trying to, decide on investing my TSP. Right now it's all in the S fund, it's growing well. 
what should I do? Is it wise to do 100% S fund even in retirement or should I change it over to the G fund, right? And I get this question all the time. And my go-to response, and if you've listened to my stuff for a while, you probably know it. And it is, I rarely believe in being on the extremes, okay? Normally, the best solution is somewhere in the middle, right? So I, I've never recommended that someone go 100% S fund. I've never done that. And I've never recommended that someone go 100% G fund. I've never done that. Those are the extremes of the, of the spectrum. And for the vast majority of everyone in the world, someone that, somewhere in the middle makes sense. Obviously, if someone's just starting their career, yes, you wanna be more aggressive. But what does that mean? You don't wanna just do S fund, you wanna do some C fund, maybe some I fund, have some diversification in your investing, right? Now, as you're approaching retirement, what is the strategy, right? You definitely wanna be more conservative, but why? Why do you wanna be more conservative? It is because you actually start needing the money in the relatively near future, right? This gentleman doesn't actually need it for a while because his other income is gonna really take care of him for the most part. So the question is, and the, the answer that this gentleman needs is, hey, when are you going to need your TSP? If it's gonna be in three years, okay, well, at least a portion of your TSP needs to be conservative because you need it in the near future. If it's, hey, I don't need my TSP at all, I wanna let it grow for my kids, okay, if you're not gonna touch it in 20, 30 years, yeah, be aggressive, right? But if you actually start needing money in the near future, start dialing at least that amount back that you need in the near future and put that in, in the G fund or the F fund, something that's gonna be there for you, it's not gonna be volatile, right? The worst thing is when you retire and you have to draw down from the volatile investments when the market's down, right? Let's say you're 100% S fund. If the market plummets tomorrow and you're retired and you need a paycheck tomorrow, you need money, well, you're forced to take that out, right? And the worst time to sell investments is when it's down. You want the flexibility, you want other things, you want some G fund and F fund so that you have time to wait it out and let the C fund and the S fund come back and grow, right? Again, I've got other videos specifically about investing in the TSP in retirement, but that is a good start of, hey, don't be an extreme. It generally doesn't make sense, right? Somewhere in the middle, a nice diversified investment mix that's gonna make the most sense in the vast majority of economic situations, right? So I, I know this episode's going a little long, I hope this was helpful. Now, if you have a question, please submit it below. And here's the deal. I am a financial planner in my day job. I don't do this podcast and YouTube channel. It's not my full-time gig, right? There's some creators and people online where they produce content because that's their full-time gig, right? That's their thing. That's not me. I help clients and I help people retire, federal employees retire as my full-time gig. I'm a financial planner in my day job, right? But the reason I do this, this, content creation is, hey, I wanna get this information out to as many people as I possibly can. And when I see people engage, when I see people, hey, they like the video, when I see people subscribe, when I see people that they listen to the podcast, whatever it is, I say, okay, I wanna focus my attention on the types of content and the things that people are really getting the most value out of. So if you're getting value from this content, you say, hey, I want more of this, then please engage, please subscribe, please, give these videos thumbs up and, and listen to more podcasts. Because by doing that, 
it tells me when I look at the numbers of things that I say, okay, people are really enjoying this type of video or people are really enjoying the podcast. Okay, I'm gonna put more time and energy into making that really good. But if something isn't getting a lot of traction, if you guys aren't liking something, then I'm gonna stop doing it, right? So my hope and my request for you guys as my viewers, my listeners, hey, please engage, please comment, please give a thumbs up if you like the content. It tells me, as, as the creator of this, what you guys like and what is the most helpful for you. So that is my request, please engage, please do something with this content, share it so that we can get this information out to as many people as we possibly can. So have an incredible rest of your day and I'll see you next time.